Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, October 16th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I am back home in Florida. I was plum tuckered out for my trip and I basically slept all day on Sunday. And uh, I'm just now kind of catching up on everything. So we have some news to get through. Not a ton of news from the Broadway space, but I will have a final travelogue episode to come up on Patreon to kind of wrap up my trip. Unfortunately, towards the end of my trip, I I basically saw a bunch of things in previews. So I I don't want to necessarily go in depth into a bunch of that stuff uh, in detail, but I will give the broad strokes uh, of things, especially because... Uh, I paid for those tickets, uh, so uh, I'm not necessarily bound by any of the embargoes, but I, I don't want to go too deep into them. But I will talk about Here We Are, The Great Gatsby. I can get it for you wholesale. Those are all three shows that are currently still on previews. I will talk also about Bite Me at the WP Theater, which is, actually has one week left, which I'll talk about here in a minute. And I saw a reading of a musical in development that is looking to aim for an off-Broadway run next year called In the Trenches. So I'll talk all about those things in my final Patreon episode. So so keep an eye out for that. I also have a couple of really great interviews that I've done. It'll be popping up in the feeds this week as well. So if you want to hear everything, either the exclusives for Patreon or before you can get them in the regular feed, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Now, the first news story that we're going to talk about came out late last week. One of the shows that I saw last week and I talked about in a travelogue episode was Pearly Victorious, a non-Confederate romp through the cotton patch. We found out late last week that it is now extended. The show had previously been scheduled to close on January 7th, but it will now run nearly another month. It'll now play through Sunday, February 4th at the Music Box Theater. Could not recommend this more highly. You definitely want to check this out if you have the opportunity. Next up in the news, we have a story from the new online publication, The Messenger, and it is exploring the possibility of the recently closed Donmar Warehouse production of Next to Normal could come across the Atlantic Ocean and land on Broadway. This is something that I have heard about from folks kind of just talking and potentially it happening. I don't think anything is necessarily locked down, but I do think it is a distinct possibility, especially because there are some revivals this season, but I'm not necessarily sure that anything fits the lane of this next to normal. I also think that there's a possibility that it could come in next season as well. In fact, I think I'll probably be more likely to see it come in next season when it's a little less crowded, when they can when they can be one of the first revivals to to stake a claim to the 2024-2025 season. But when asked about a potential transfer, Casey Levy, who starred as Diana in that production, she said, fingers crossed. Tom Kitt, who is the show's composer, said, quote, I don't have any answers on that. And then he went on. I got to tell you, I was there in London. It was glorious. It was such an emotional experience. We talked about some of the reviews when it initially opened. Very strong reviews. It is a show that hasn't been on Broadway for more than a decade, despite having played many, many times around the country regionally and continue to have a fairly significant role in the larger theatrical conversation around the country. So I would not be surprised if this happens. I, I don't necessarily have any inside information on to whether as to whether it actually will or not. But it seems like there are some things moving around that could bring next to normal back to Broadway in the next year or so. I don't think they would want to wait too long. And I also wonder because Casey was the only American actor in the company, if they would just completely recast the whole show other than her, of course. We see that quite a bit when they bring an American star over to do a show in London. And if they bring it back, it is cast with American actors. I would also not be surprised if we see that with Sinatra, the musical, where they 
keep Matt Doyle and Anavia Fanye when it comes back to the States and then maybe one or two of the British principals, but then everybody else is replaced with uh, American New York actors. So I assume that'll happen in, in both of those cases, obviously. So we will keep you up to date on this if we hear more information and if there are any announcements of the such, but there's a lot of things uh, potentially in the works still for this season. I would not be surprised if we hear about a Sunset Boulevard revival as well, whether it is this season or next, coming in from the West End too. So lots to keep an eye on, lots to talk about, lots of excitement still to figure out in the 2023-2024 Broadway season. Speaking of schedules, let's start tonight on Monday, October 16th, off-Broadway at the DR2 Theater. That is where all the devils are here. How Shakespeare Invented the Villain will officially open up. The show was created and is performed by the great Patrick Page. It is directed by Simon Godwin. The show is described this way. Page turns his attention to the twisted motivation and hidden humanity at the heart of Shakespeare's greatest villains. Moving swiftly through the Shakespeare canon, Page illuminates the playwright's ever-evolving conception of evil by delving into more than a dozen of his most wicked creations. Thrilling, biting, hilarious, and enlightening, what Page delivers is a masterclass on the most terrifying subject of them all, human nature. If you heard my interview with Patrick Page when he was doing King Lear in Washington, D.C., I think earlier this year, you know how passionate he is about Shakespeare and even his more complicated characters. I don't know that I would necessarily say that Lear is a villain, but he is certainly not a, a hero in every aspect. So there are very few people that I would trust to, to do a show like this. And let's be honest, anytime you can hear Patrick Page just speak in general, it is a thrilling experience. And to hear him talk about something that he is so passionate about is obviously something that you should not miss if you are a theater lover and specifically a Patrick Page and or Shakespeare lover. Then moving a bit uptown on Wednesday, October 18th, we will begin preview performances for the new musical Harmony more than a quarter century after its world premiere. The show was written by Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman. It is directed by Warren Carlyle, who also provides the choreography. The cast is led by the cast is led by Chip Zion, Julie Benko, Sierra Bogus. And it features five men playing the comedian Harmonist, who are at the center of the story. They are Sean Bell, Danny Cornfield, Zal Owen, Eric Peters, Stephen Telsey, and Blake Roman. As I said, previews will begin on Wednesday at the Ethel Barrymore Theater and is currently scheduled to open on November 13th. An incredibly poignant story at any time, obviously, with everything going on in the world today. This seems even more poignant and prescient. It is set in Berlin in 1927 when six remarkably talented young men form a singing group who become international sensations, the comedian Harmonists. They sell millions of records, star in major motion pictures, and play the biggest theaters around the world. But by 1935, they were never heard from again. What happened? And that is the extraordinary true story of Harmony. And then on Thursday, October 19th, previews will begin up at Lincoln Center for the new musical, The Gardens of Annuncia. It is by Michael John Lacusa and is directed and co-choreographed by Graziella Danielle. The show is actually based on Graziella's life. Before she was a dancer in the original Broadway companies of Follies, Chicago, and Promises, Promises, Graciela Danielle was a young girl growing up in 1940s Buenos Aires in the shadow of the Perón regime. 
This is her coming of age story in the form of a gorgeous tango infused new musical written by her longtime collaborator and friend Michael John Lacusa. With wit and wisdom, the show follows Anuncia, who is played by the great Priscilla Lopez, as she tends the garden of her country house and reflects on her life, looking back on her girlhood in Argentina and paying homage to the family of women whose love and sacrifices allowed her to become the legendary creative force she is today. Joining Tony winner Priscilla Lopez is a great company featuring Andrea Burns, Eden Espinoza, Tally Sessions, Mary Testa, and others. The show is officially scheduled to open on Monday, November 20th, and is currently on sale through New Year's Eve. Then on Sunday, down at the Shed, the world premiere off-Broadway production of Stephen Sondheim and David Ives' Here We Are officially opens. It is currently scheduled to run through January 7th, as it has extended yet again. The show features an incredible group of talent. It is directed by Joe Mantello and features Francois Batiste, Tracy Bennett, Bobby Cannavale, Michaela Diamond, Amber Gray, Jin Ha, Rachel Bay Jones, Dennis O'Hare, Stephen Pasquale, David Hyde Pierce, and Jeremy Shamos. It is based on two surrealist films by Spanish filmmaker Luis Buñuel, The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie, and The Exterminating Angel. Sam Pinkleton provides the choreography. Like I said, still in preview, so I'm not going to necessarily blast a bunch of my thoughts about this on main, but if you want to head over and hear what I thought about the show in a brief, abbreviated perspective, you can check that out in Patreon. It'll come out on Monday. And then also on Sunday, closing up at the WP Theater is a new two-person show called Bite Me, which was written by Ileana Pipes and directed by Rebecca Martinez. It stars David Gerlich and Malika Samuel. In the show, Nathan is ditching class when he stumbles on Melody crying in a storage closet. He's a white boy with family money and dangerous habits. She's the lone black girl on campus, excelling academically and grappling with isolation. Bite Me is a dark comedy that explores the drama and trauma of surviving high school as Nathan and Melody find themselves tangled in an unexpected bond they'll spend a lifetime unraveling. I'll talk more about it in the travelogue episode, but I really enjoyed this. It is a, a really compelling show, and I love the fact that it had a Friday 1 p.m. matinee. Thank you very much, WP Theater, for that. They actually do have one on Friday the 20th. So if you're looking for something in an unusual time slot, you can head uptown to see that uh, at 1 p.m. on Friday. So we'll talk more about it, but it is closing up on Sunday, so you have one week left to check it out. All right, let's get into a little bit of news. After being canceled at the Public Theater, the Under the Radar Festival will be back in January 2024 with new partners. If you're unfamiliar with this long-running festival, it is a festival that draws artists from around the world that focus on emerging and underground artists that speak specifically to the moment. Rather than being tied to a single host like it has been in the past with the Public Theater, Under the Radar is going to be a citywide annual festival that collaborates with an array of New York arts organizations and curators who each will use their own buildings to present shows there and the festival is going to use this opportunity uh, apparently to kind of set an example of how to deal with some of the existential crises that are happening in uh, American theater and especially not-for-profit theater around the country not just in New York it is going to be reinvigorated and ready to create a theater that will embrace diversity risk and reinvention some of the arts organizations that will be a part of this are the Abrams Art Center Fisher Center at the Bard, La Mama, Lincoln Center, New York Arts Live, the NYU Skirball Center, St. Anne's Warehouse, Theater for a New Audience, and much more. If you want to read about it, we'll have a link to the article about the newly reinvented Under the Radar Festival from the New York Times. 
We're going to stick off-Broadway, and last week, the Abingdon Theatre Company announced that the off-Broadway premiere production of Till Death, written by Elizabeth Coplin and directed by Chad Austin, will star two-time Tony Award winner Judy Kay, along with Tony nominee Robert Cuccioli, alongside Michael Lee Brown, Whitney Morris, Dominic LaRuffa Jr., and Amy Hargreaves. That show will begin performances at Theatre Row on November 19th, and is currently scheduled to run through December 23rd. All right, I want to wrap up with a feel-good recommendation, and it was posted by the great Becky Golsvig, and it is a bit of a throwback because it is of a television performance on the Bonnie Hunt show, which was the spiritual successor, and maybe even a little bit more than that in terms of the -the behind-the-scenes production of the Rosie O'Donnell show, and it was a performance by the national tour cast of Legally Blind the Musical. Obviously, Becky played Elle Woods. It also features Lauren Zacharin, Mamie Paris, Rhiannon Hansen, who was my second favorite contestant on Legally Blind the Search for the Next Elle Woods behind Autumn Hurlbert. Uh, you know, I love Lauren Zacharin, but she wasn't as good as Rhiannon and, and Autumn on that show. But check that out. It, it is very fun. Love seeing this this video, which I rem- I think I remember from when it was originally released, but um, very exciting. Love that. Love anything Legally Blonde. All right, that's all that we have for you today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me pretty much everywhere at BWW Matt. Have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.